Hey there, happy day, Sharon Horn Elstrom here. Are you a jack of all trades? Is your business a jack of all trades? Are you trying to be everything to everyone with respect to your business? Now, it's tempting, right? It's tempting to offer everything to everybody or every possible person that you could serve, especially when we're starting out. We get a little desperate for business. We wanna bring people in as quickly as possible, but that is just the opposite of what we need to do to be successful in business. Jack of all trades came from the actual 16th century where a person could be good at, a craftsman or a handyman could be good at a lot of things. Think of the handyman or the farmhand or back then that would go around and just could be really good at everything. He could, you know, plant crops, he could, or I suppose she, but let's just go with the he analogy. He, he could um, fix the roof, he could build things, he could um, plow fields, whatever. He could cook, he could clean, he could take care of himself. Um, but he was handy and good at everything. Now in the trades that that would mean somebody nowadays, if you're building a house, that would be really good at all different aspects of building a house. For example, when we built the house that I'm sitting in, <coughs> excuse me, our, uh, <coughs> our framer was good at framing. He was good at, um, finishing work. He was good at several different aspects of building the house. My husband actually at the time helped with every single one of the trades. So I would consider my ex-husband a jack of all trades. He's good at a lot of different things. Um, and it's tempting to try to be good at everything. And when you're first starting out and building your business, when it's smaller, if you're an entrepreneur, a lot of times we're wearing many hats, right? You have to be good at everything when you're first starting out. But we also, at some point, have to realize that in order to be able to grow and build and supersize our business, we have to start to delegate and let go of some of those hats and let other people help us to create the business that we want. And that's, I think, where the expression changed and morphed in the late 19th century to go from jack of all trades, but master of none. And I've seen that play out in my life, especially as I've gone from the offline to the online world. I've seen that, I, I didn't do it in the offline world, which is fascinating to me. I actually specialize in the offline world. And maybe it's because when we go to college, we're, you know, you have to go down a track or pick a major, although some of us changed our major a dozen times. Um, you have to pick one and then finally graduate or get done with school, or you have to pick a job or a career or an industry and go out and work in that industry unless you pick an overall skill set such as sales and then maybe you used to do sell cars for a while then you sell houses then you sell I don't know network marketing products whatever it is you can have a, a function so for me it was a function I picked the engineering and quality function and that worked really well for me because I could be my jack-of-all-trades self within a single function of an of an organization and then when I have my own manufacturing business which I had several businesses but let's just pick that one because it's the most specific example of not being a jack of all trades was the Italian food manufacturing business we didn't make um, Mexican food we didn't make American food we didn't make burgers we made handmade Italian food and we had a handful of core products that were our core products and then once in a while we'd play with different flavors and we would play with different things but for the most part we were known for our handmade ravioli now that is a specific thing and as our businesses grow and in this noisy loud world it's critical 
that we pick an area of expertise and we become known for that area of expertise. And it, it's hard, especially as we get older and have had a lot of experiences and are good at a lot of things to actually create that narrow focus. Now, here's the rub. You don't have to only do that narrow focus, but you use that narrow focus to get people's attention, to draw the right people to you, to your business, so that you can grow and build and supersize. And as people come to you and let you know, hey, thank you for helping me out in this specific area. Now I also need help with A, B, and C. Well, then you can actually provide them A, B, and C. So you can go back to being more of a jack of all trades and providing more services, but you're still providing the services that your ideal customer, your perfect customers want. You're not out guessing at what is going to be best to help you grow your business the fastest. So question today, are you a jack of all trades? Is your company trying to be a jack of all trades? And you know, depending on, like I said, the phase of your company and where you are in your growth curve will determine how many hats you're wearing. And it's absolutely critical that you be good at a lot of things to lead an organization, right? You don't have to do them all. You kind of have to have a, an overall understanding of what it takes to be successful in each of those areas as your company grows. That's it. If you have any questions about this, hit me up because I have a cool scavenger hunt in our private Facebook group that walks you through each of these key components of success to build your organization as it grows and scales. And it's, it's free. You just join the group, but you got to ask. And... That way, no matter how many hats you're wearing, you at least make sure that you have all the key structure and foundation built for your organization so that it can grow and scale. Have an awesome day. I'll, of course, be with you tomorrow. Take care.